welcome back to another episode of it's the Mr. What Jesse. You, there he is every time, way too early. Welcome back to another episode of the it's, What You Know. It's always podcast. right on time. Shut up. I wanted to say this. You guys want to talk on the podcast? I want to talk on the podcast. That's what I. Want. <laughs> Let's had, talk about podcast. I, I had to do it, man, because that he, was. He came, right he came in and said, I, "I know what I'm going to do." That, I, I know that, that was awesome. Intro. I had to do yeah, it. Clean. It was clean. Super clean yes. intro. Jesse, how was your week, man? Um, better than the one before. How's that, dude? That just means it's getting better for you. Oh, it's yeah. all, Everything's all the way getting up, better. Dude. Hell yeah. How's your, how about yours? Man, it was good. It was the same old, same old, dude. I can't complain at all. It's Friday night. and Man, love it. We don't have to do shit tomorrow or Sunday. Oh, I got to work well, tomorrow, but well, I, I it is what it Sunday, is, man. So. It's it's what we do. It is what we do. Work all the time. We don't, we don't have to go to work. We get to go to work. You know what I mean? Okay. It's what's... It's I'm, a, you think positive. It's my American giving Positive right. thought Loves is what you need right there. Job. Well, Jesse... Who do we have with us tonight? Today we have a special guest. Um, we had, um, buddy of mine, Josh, Josh Ashby, mm-hmm. uh, hit me up. He said, "Hey, you need to talk to Jason." It's like who? And he told me he told me about you, and I'd already been following you uh, on TikTok for a while. Then um, I looked up your IGs and your Facebook and everything, so I'm on all that, and I love watching your videos. Freaking hilarious. <laughs> um, Today we have the ineffable Jason, Jason Goodson. Yes, Jason Goodson. What's How up, are man? You, buddy? What's happening? How are you doing? All right. I'm excited. I am too. This is going to be fun. I am too. I hope I, so. He showed me your videos on a uh, on his on a uh, TikTok. TikTok. Fantastic. It's one. funny, dude. Yeah. How'd you get into that? <laughs> um, I, so I'm at my buddy's house in North Carolina. My old Marine Corps buddy. I hadn't seen him in 20 years, and his daughter. Um, I don't know if she was seven at the time. And you know how seven-year-old little girls are when daddy's got a friend over. They try to just take the For entire sure. oh, yeah. attention. And so she kept pestering and pestering. It was cute. She's just cute as a bug. And uh, anyway, that's right before COVID. And uh, TikTok was kind of mm-hmm. up and coming with the children. Yeah. And anyway, so this seven-year-old little girl, she grabs my phone and – I think I may have had the app on there, but I didn't, you know, I just got on there and looked around. Well, she had my, she got my phone and within five minutes she had a video set up and it was one of the little dancing videos. See, they, they know more about that stuff than we yeah. do. Oh yeah, hundred oh, yeah. percent dude. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't, it, it, I think I might still have them posted because she's not in it. And, uh, you could see me. I'm like, I don't know what to do you <laughs> you do the dance and i'll do what you do or whatever and then i did that did you have you done the tiktok dances uh i've two three possibly <laughs> you know what they're called how do you learn those things uh watch them you just watch them yeah one just of the over and over and yeah, over one one of the videos that has you know a lot of views yeah if you do those i don't really do I, when i do no. the first two were done you know at the direction of a seven-year-old little girl <laughs> <laughs> like i ate nerve darts to the face because she wanted to play Nerf Force, you know. So I was doing two dances. And then the dances after that were like spoof dances. See, yeah. I, I don't I don't know why um, uh, rolling triples, I don't know why triples didn't get a dance. I don't know why that didn't go viral. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> I mean, that, that was that was pretty epic. I mean, you know, if, you, if you're doing a dance with a walker with ten, tennis balls, I mean, somebody's got to So forgive me, I don't that. have the TikTok. Oh. I just know what he's showing me. He doesn't. Oh. Do, he doesn't do social I don't do media. Social media. None. Just Instagram. I run our Instagram. Okay. So no, he doesn't. He, all he does is post. Yeah. The show, and that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's my that's social media. No if, social. if he if he sees a TikTok video, I send it to him. Yep. So what do you do with all that time, dude? 
everything. Like, uh, that's a, that's a lot of free time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I don't drink. I don't do social media. When I stopped all that and just gave it up, I acquired so much time. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's a crazy amount. It's crazy to think about just how much time we waste doing yeah. those things. But well, you're obviously and you say, doing, you say waste, but yeah. you have all this time. How much time do you spend yeah. actually making videos? Oh, so, how, how much time do you spend creating social media content? It, and it's funny because um, oh, so I've been doing you know brand work, and mm-hmm. I'll get reached out to, and it's like some of it's exciting, and, and like uh, my motocross my, my dirt bike riding gear you know i got approached to by this company pure adrenaline and uh uh so you know i want to do good for them um but you know and and, and then so i'll spend you know hours like mm-hmm. thinking about it and i like to be scripted i like everything sure. to be kind of you know spot on perfect attention grabbing make people want to say hey, i've got to have that and so I'm liable to spend, you know, hours thinking about it. And then hour and a half, depending on, you know, if it's one of my uh, character videos, of course, mm-hmm. that's hours just in the making. And then, like you was talking, hours in the editing. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm liable to have, uh, you know, eight, nine hours in a video. Good Lord. How many, how many views do you have? Really? Well, and uh, that's, I don't know. I know how many likes and followers yeah. I have. How many followers do you have? Uh, two hundred and eighty nine thousand. Yeah, that's a lot. Three hundred thousand people. Pretty close. Oh yeah, my God. over nine million likes. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy oh how how God. society has become more about likes and follows than yeah. you know? Yeah. Hey, I, I saw so and so yesterday. Yeah, in person. Yeah, and but what's nuts about that is. Uh, so that's that, that sounds like a lot. It is a lot. It's a ton. Mm-hmm. But if I were to get on there and genuinely ask, "Hey, I need a dollar," you know, yeah. I might I might get fifty thousand dollars. If any, if everybody, he did it. He did it. Not 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 like in a needing way, but people yeah. that genuinely care. And that's what's really cool is because like it was a couple of years ago, um, I wasn't two hundred and eighty nine thousand mm-hmm. followers. I was a hundred and twenty, I believe. But uh, Brantley, we were homeschooling. Because because of COVID and um, Brantley was learning the States and so we had a map printed out and uh, we wanted something significant from all the States so he could you know visualize well then Dana said hey you know you've got a decent following let's get a postcard from each of the States and then so that's what we got on there and asking you know just for a postcard and golly that blew up into everybody worldwide um, Saxonville yeah oh yeah uh, our little our little post office in Bloomberg, Texas. I mean, <laughs> they, was, they, they were like, like going who is Jason Goodson? They know us by name, the lady <laughs> there. Matter of fact, uh, I kind of, uh, my wife handled a lot of that. I work out of town. And when I would come in, you know, I'd get to go in there and because I wanted I wanted to watch Brantley go check the mailbox. And, and then, you know, we've got just a little small mailbox, and if the little yellow tag was in there, that means you got a bigger package that fit in your box. So I got to watch him go around there and, put the little tag up on there. And then the lady behind the counter after a while, you know, friends. And um, she got a, a Jeep Gladiator. And I, we bought Dana her Jeep. She got uh, a Wrangler a couple years ago because she's had to have a Jeep. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, we, we're getting that for her because it's what she wants. And then I go into a Jeep dealership 
And I see a gladiator sitting there, and I was like, and it was jacked up, big tires. That's the only way they look good. Yeah. Yeah. Stock? Yeah. Gross. I almost agree with you. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Mostly, I mostly do. But the Rubicon gladiator. uh, But it was, that's what it was. It was Rubicon gladiator, and it was just beautiful. And I texted, wow, you sure you don't want a gladiator? And she's like, oh, no. And I'm telling you, she had it picked out. She wanted the ocean blue Rubicon. That's probably the, the best color that the JLs came oh, out with. No doubt. That no blue doubt. is just awesome. Yeah. You see how it looks purple in uh-huh. certain lights? It's yeah. awesome. Oh, yeah. She, my wife gets so much compliments on hers. Oh, yeah. Same exact color as yours. Oh, that's the color? Yeah. yeah. That's dope color. Yeah, yeah it, it is. Good. And, uh, oh, the comment. Matter of fact, and it's cool because in my little town, it's a small town, and uh, I've, I've never been, you know, I guess the upper echelon anywhere near it in my town. Uh, but the day we got it, we drove back from Dallas. That was about a two and a half, two hours and 45 minute drive. And uh, there's a Gusano's, uh, Luigi's, our local Italian pizzeria. pizzeria that's kind of like the happening spot in town, Luigi's. And uh, I was backed in, and it was a cool, perfect dusk. And it's got the halo lights <laughs> and the windows. It's a photo op. It was just dark enough. So, you know, me and Brantley were sitting in the Jeep. Dana's in there getting pizza. And everybody's kind of like walking in. I guess there was uh, like a big party or something. Everybody was just looking, staring, walking in. Yeah. Oh, Damn. yeah. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah. badass. That Who don't? That's got that more mods sick, than, a, than a. Who don't want Man, that. that's. Okay, it says sold. How much was it? Uh, sale pending. Let's see, seventy nine thousand nine hundred dollars. Wow. No thanks. Yeah, those rub- the That's new rubies lot. are expensive. Yeah. Oh yeah. Even well. Um, uh, so uh, things have happened, and uh, it's kind of I need a vehicle, and uh, I you know kind of sooner than later, and I was like. I can get my gladiator. She's had her her yep. her Wrangler for a couple of years. Uh, if I'm gonna get something, you know, I didn't want to. I didn't. I didn't want to buy a new vehicle. It was just kind of a. I kind of have to. And uh, you know, if I were to buy a new vehicle, it would be a it would be a, a gladiator. And uh, the same place we bought her Jeep, we went back there, Rockwall Chrysler, mm-hmm. there in Rockwall, and uh, the Rock. Uh, yep. What's <laughs> gone? We uh, we went there and I was kind of I kind of I read it wrong. I thought I was gonna have to get a, a Sahara Gladiator, which I wasn't tickled about because Dana's Wrangler with the scoops on the hood, you know, that was yeah. They mm-hmm. look a lot meaner. Yeah, yeah, and so I was like, I'm buying a workhorse, you know, for what I need. Um, you know, it's. I was like, ah, I don't know. Yeah, but, but you get that ruby with the 44s front rear and lockers and all the good stuff in it. For some reason, when I was researching it, because my wife, it's hard to ask her a question about anything, because especially she's already researched Jeeps when she was researching her. She's a researcher. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <clears throat> she knows more about a Jeep than your biggest Jeep enthusiast now, you know. And so I didn't want to ask her a question because I'd get the entire entire history. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I was trying to do my own homework. Sounds like she and I can have a conversation. I'm telling you, she will. It, she she's a conversationalist for sure, no okay. doubt. And um, but so I was trying to do my own research, and from what I read, the Rubicon only had a 3,500 pound towing capacity. I needed I needed uh, my my camper dirt bike and all 4,200 pounds, mm-hmm. and. Uh, 
I didn't want to be pushing the limits. And when I saw, I thought it was the Sahara that had a 7,500 towing capacity. I was like, man, I'd kind of rather have the Rubicon, but I need the towing capacity. So I right. was thinking it was the Sahara without the scoops. And so I was like, that's fine, cool. Oh, and the, the factory wheels. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, no factory wheels. Oh, I'm out like, yeah, so I'm like, oh, I'll get that. We'll clean it up with some wheels and everything will be fine. We get to the rock and the sales guy, he was like, no, the Rubicon's got the, got the towing, 7,500 pounds. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's perfect. And then uh, <laughs> instantly we go, yeah, we get there. So they, they had two, two Rubicons and one of them, it was white trimmed in black. I Ooh, thought it was sharp. Beautiful. I was like, oh, this the beautiful. one. But it did not have the Rubicon sticker on the hood. And I'm kind of particular in some ways. A mm-hmm. lot of the stuff I don't care about. But if I'm going to have something, you know, I just have it my way. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if you're spending that kind of money on yeah, it, well. I mean, yeah, I am not a new truck. I'm not a new vehicle person. We bought two new vehicles since we've been married. Both of them had been for her, and both of them I were like, well, I say both of them. The first one was a Camaro. Uh, she loved it. I was like, yeah, it's whatever. You know, it was a nice car, but I wasn't like, ooh, I got a Camaro. Yeah. And uh, uh, the second one was the Jeep. When we got her Jeep, I was like, man, this this is this is fun. It's the way to go. Yeah, but it was for her, and so, you know, I could take my paws right off of it. This there is her Jeep. Yeah. I never actually had a brand-new vehicle that was for me, and then so when I got the opportunity to, you know, I'm getting a new vehicle. This is for me. It's not for her. Uh, this is yeah. When it's, when it's something, it's something you've never done before. You yeah. know, you're like, oh, wow, I can get all all yeah. the cool bells and whistles. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and you know, uh, I didn't really care for all the cool bells and whistles. I needed towing capacity, so I was actually set in on a, I guess a, a, a lower package, if you want to mm-hmm. label it like that, because you know Rubicon's. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so we get there, and it's uh, we've got you on this Rubicon, and I walk out, and it's the same. Color that gunmetal. Oh yeah, that gray. Ooh, it, yeah. I, I like it because color. you know they didn't fancy up the gray. It, it looks like a clear coated primer. Yeah, and it just it looks liquid. Yeah, you know when they start when the, a lot of a lot of uh, car makers started doing that that just cream colored paint. Man, it's just it looks cool. Yeah, yeah, and it looks uh, better than all the fancy shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, and that's what's you know kind of crazy is I've always been a chrome fan. I'm a I grew up in the 80s and 90s. Let's <laughs> chrome it up, you know. But, uh, and, and I didn't really know about a lot about Jeeps until my wife did the research. But the fenders, if they're color matched, the top, you know, if it's color matched, that's an, that's an upgrade. And, uh, you know, my truck's got the, my Jeep's got the color matched fenders and the yeah, color sick. Top. Yeah, and I've got the towing capacity. And I've got my scoops on it. I've got the Rubicon stickers. The white one that I almost got didn't have the Rubicon stickers. And that's a deal the breaker right there. Biggest reason, yeah, because the gray one did. And then I get home, and the first thing I did is I make some stickers talk that says, let's talk about dirt bikes. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> and I put it on. Man, the, I thought you were going to bring us some stickers. I figured, uh, I got them in the truck. Actually. Oh, look at him. Look at look, him. I brought a hat. I got a hat. Y'all, wanna, y'all wear hats? Yeah, they wear hats all the time. Yeah, we wear we were hat, hat Are guys. Are you hat guys? Yeah. I told my wife I was like, because our merch, <laughs> our merch. <laughs> <laughs> It's my wife's thing, and so that's like her. Um, that's her. That's her business. She's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, you need. You, you really need to start doing merch." And I'm like, ah, "I don't. I'm. I'm not a merch. I don't think I'm a merch. It's like you know that takes a lot of you know, 
a honus to think that somebody wants to buy something that's, yeah. you know, that's your, that's your brand. Like if you, cr- like I create a brand. Yeah. You know, it takes a lot of cojones to say, hey, <laughs> you want to buy my, you want to yeah. buy something to do. But it's amazing a lot of people have. And, um, you know, very humbling. And it, 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 it just blows me away. But uh, so I said, uh, well, yeah, so let's do that. Um, so we got this merch deal going and I said, that's your thing. I will sell the merch, but you handle everything. Yeah. yeah. Where do you, you sell order it? the merch? You take the orders for the merch. Oh, it's her God. website. Yeah. Plug it. Where do you, where do you order it at? Uh, coppertoprustics.com. All right. Yeah. Okay. Coppertoprustics. Cool. Cause she's a redhead. That's, you know, makes sense. Redhead like copper top. Yeah. Like and it. then she's big into wood art. And so that's where the rustics came from. She, uh, that's cool. Yeah, she makes wood art, and so I said, I you know I, I let it be her yeah. animal, and so you know that's her, that's her little side job money. Mm-hmm. So the money that we make of it, of course, you know I'm like, if it's a business that's got anything to do with me, I'm gonna be pushing business, so we don't pocket. We well, don't pocket. okay, look, we keep talking about money and business, and and you know the time you spend with your social media and everything. Um, my question is, okay, you have a full time job. Oh yeah, I mean, is what do you do? I'm a <laughs> Safety man for a pipeline. Oh my oh, god! They hate you. you had to say safety yeah, man. I'm You're the guy. safety man. Man, <laughs> okay, so look, ironic. I've been, I've been, I've been in that industry for years. The safety man is the last person I want to hang out with. Exactly. Yeah. So okay, um, I know a lot of people. You know, when they get big enough on social media platforms, they can start financially benefiting. Yeah. So, do you? You rely on your main job for y'all's income, or do y'all? I mean, how well does like I don't want to get all up in your shit, but how well does TikTok and and Instagram or whatever benefit y'all? And so that's funny and interesting that you bring it up because that's an interesting topic, especially especially now because they're like you said, a lot of people. Yeah, because people are just making a living off of yeah, social mm-hmm. media. Yeah, I've got friends. I've got who's has screenshotted me. Uh, deposits into their bank accounts of twenty, thirty thousand dollars consecutively, God. month after month. Damn, Good God, that is not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we one hundred percent rely on uh, you know my job, my current the safety man deal. But we also one hundred percent know that you know there has to be an exit game, exit plan, right. strategy to get out of because you know you're working on the road out of town that. It's exciting. It's taxing um, on the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've we're we're fortunate now because Brantley homeschools, and so when I have to go out of town, there's no telling how long I'll be gone, so they can come up and see me. Uh, yeah. You know, after a couple weeks. So does your wife have a full time job, or she she uh, stayed home? Yeah, she stays home. She's been. Uh, we retired her. Uh, I don't know, a couple of years ago. Yeah, it's funny because you know she's a little bit older than me. She's a nurse, and so I was like, oh. I got me a little sugar mama. <laughs> yeah, sugar my wife's nurse too. <laughs> is she? Yeah. You get it? She's crazy. She's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Is she, is she, oh, so mine's nurse and a redhead. Ooh. Holy Double shit. Whammy. Oh yeah. Double whammy. I'm a, I'm a glutton. I love it. <laughs> you look you, you looking for it. <laughs> yeah, I, I found it. <laughs> um, but so yeah, uh, what I didn't realize is she was like, oh yeah, raise me up a husband that can get out there and. and yeah. Take care of me. She's smart, dude. See, yeah, she yeah, I mean, she went to nursing school. Well, obviously. Yeah, she's just to, smart. Uh, just to trick me. That's so it. She got you good. But hey, They're you definitely know, smarter than we are. 100%. 100%. And I told her uh, 
when we got together, I said, I don't care, boy, girl, but you have me a child. Because, you know, when we got married, I don't remember, I was almost 30, and I'd never been married. I never, I don't have any kids. I didn't have any kids, and I just wanted one. I didn't have, I couldn't afford two. <laughs> <laughs> Who can? Right. Especially I nowadays. I don't know. I mean, wow. But I said, uh, boy, girl, I don't care. If you have me one kid, then you know, I'll take care of you for the rest of your life, my life. And then, uh, of course, I was, you know, 30, so that put her at 40. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, she's like, she's got two half-grown kids. And then she's like, well, I guess we better get started. <laughs> and then so we got, we so we met in August of 08. We were married in November of 08. Oh, wow. I wow. did not know That's this quick. Woman. Yeah. I did not know this woman. Um, we didn't realize it until much, much later, but we actually did meet once before, um, but yeah, so we met. And it, it wasn't was, like a dirt bike just walking by, was it? It was at the Honda shop. Yeah, yeah imagine that dirt bike. Yeah, imagine her, that. she was there with her future ex husband um, looking at dirt bikes. <laughs> and uh, it was a Saturday, and on Saturdays we'll grill hot dogs and we'll have a cooler with Dr. Peppers or whatnot. Well, the I was a salesman, and uh, so I was working the sales floor, and the parts guys, you know, there's two or three parts guys. Well, they were you know doing something else, and this. This lady, <laughs> this lady, this redhead walked by, was standing at the parts counter looking around, and I was, I had no customers. There's people everywhere. I just got done with my customers, so I've got them in, especially for this one. <laughs> I said, ma'am, can I help you? And she had, I don't know, a five, and she was trying to get some change for the Coke machine. And uh, I was, well, I was making change, and I was like, what do you need change for? And she said, I, I want a Coke. And I said, we got a cooler full of Cokes. <laughs> just go get you one. And I was thinking, man, you know, the, that guy, he, he's got it. That's where I want to be. You know, when my wife is that age, I want yeah. her to be that hot. And uh, <laughs> lucky for me. Your wife told you to say all this before you got here. No, 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 no. I've said it a million <laughs> times because a lot of people are like, you married a woman 10 years older than you. And it's not like I was 18 and she was 28. We're yeah. both of y'all still happy. So, you know, I was almost 30 and she was almost 40. And that's where, you know, society likes to think. It starts kind of on the downhill. Yeah. Well, we're women – you know, they start to feel like they're on the, you know, decline. And I was like, no. And and so that's why I tell her all the time, the reason I married a woman or married her, you, is because I want my wife to be hot at 40. And look at you. You nailed it. And you are smoking. Nailed it. I want a fox at 50. And she smoked 50. And so, yeah, that's a, yeah, I'm, I, I, she's It's actually a dope story, dude. That is pretty cool. That's where it's at. That's that's, awesome. that's, That's pretty cool. Yeah, that goes, um, so then later on, and it's a roller coaster of a story, but then, uh, well, long story short, at that time, you know, that's it's 08 before the collapse of the economy. Oh, yeah. My first time in my life, I'm getting, you know, six figures a year, and I'm at the Honda shop wearing shorts, tennis shoes, selling fun, Yeah. and people came to me wanting to buy, and this is before the internet, like I didn't yeah. have. All of these, mm-hmm. could you imagine? I can't. Oh, it just blows my mind. But uh, um, we would go out to town, you know. As a, we'd have a shop. We go to Buffalo Wild Wings or something, and people were like, "Oh, the Honda shop guys." I mean, it was it really, was, yeah. It was it was it was the good old days. And then, of course, the economy crashed, and uh, all of a sudden, you know, we can't afford a new four wheeler. We can't afford a new mm-hmm. dirt bike. The gas prices going up, and everybody's like, "Oh, I need a motorcycle." All that. All that was gone. Nobody can afford everybody selling. And, of course, I lost my job at the Honda shop. So when – or it was right at the end of that, 
That was in 08. And if you remember a while ago, we met in August 08, mm -hmm. got married in November 08. The paycheck that I got to go get married on was the last paycheck. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Oh, wow. So right after we got married, poverty. Wow. Yeah. And then so her dad was a big uh, and she was thinking, what did I do? I what? was thinking, what have I done? Because the reason I got married, I was like, I, I can finally yeah. afford. Yeah. And then there's this lady. And I was like, I got her on the hook. I want I want I want to hit another little side note. Hey, hang on, hang on. I, dude, just I know your wife's gonna listen to this. Yeah. I, I just wanted to know that when he speaks of her, dude, you're like you glowing. You can see it. You can you see it. All the lighting you were talking about earlier, it's it's gone. It's yeah. just it's just one big beam. That, That's pretty cool. I I, I like her, uh, and because it's got roots. So I, I'm in college. Uh, this is 2006. I'm in college. Uh, so I woke up. I was 25 years old. I never thought I'd make it to 25 years old. I thought I was going to live fast, die young, make a good looking point. <laughs> Somebody console my mama. Uh, but I woke up in Oklahoma City. And I was in a rented house, and I was with a lady. Uh, I can't hardly say that because, anyway, I woke up, and I was like, well, I'm 25. I'm in, you know, a rented house. I've got nothing. And so I said, I'm going to go home. I've got the GI Bill, so I'm going to go to college because that's what you, you're taught. We're taught. Go to college. Yep. I'm like $150,000 a year. I'm not going to get halfway through college, find a mediocre job, and then settle. I'm not doing that. Uh, I'm going to actually stick to something because it. Been, I've been kind of a, you know, after the Marine Corps, I did the Marine Corps. And then after that, I was kind of, I was a drifter. <laughs> what did you do in the Marine Corps? I fixed air conditioners. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> you got a no, policeman no. and an HVAC man. <laughs> I'm telling you, no, that's a, uh, yeah, I fixed air conditioners for my country. That's why I got out. Hell yeah. um, that's a whole nother story. We, <laughs> we don't have no time. But um, uh, so I'm, I'm at home. I've got my life. I'm a quarter century old. I'm, it's time to do something. It's time to be an adult. Mm -hmm. And so I said, I'm going home. I'm going to college. So I moved in the barn, the little shed behind my mama's house. Uh, that's the They converted it into a room we were poor. A one-bedroom <coughs> house, two outlying sheds. Me and my brother stayed in one. My oldest brother stayed in the other one. and Or my little sister. Uh, they all seemed to cycle staying with my dad, living with my dad in Dallas, Fort Worth area. And uh, so, but me and my brother always seemed to be bunked. But anyway, I finally, everybody else moved out. I finally got the, got your own, the, your got own the shed. Shack. The single shed. You got like your it. own shed. Yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, so I go, I moved back home, 25 years old. Uh, and I move into the shed in my mama's backyard. And I go down to the Texarkana College, matter of fact. And then living off the GI Bill, I worked at Smith Tex Travel Plex. But uh, on my way to college in the morning, I like to take back roads. And so, you know, there's something cleansing, I guess, uh, For about sure. riding a back road. For Especially, sure, yeah. you know, when you're, when you're on your way to college, I'm going to college with high school kids. And here I am, 25. And so it's kind of... <laughs> you feel old. It's, uh, wow, yeah. <laughs> but there was this one, the, the main, one of the biggest reasons is because it was like a, it was a road and, uh, it's winding, you know, Cass County back, back, back roads. But uh, anyway, there's there. It was like the the trees, and then like the trees would stop, and it would open up into this beautiful 
pasture. Like, just the green, the grass looked green, like water looks wet, and just lush. And then there was this pond. Man, that was a poetic way of saying that. I mean, that was pretty cool. <laughs> it's just, I, I, I've seen it every day for going to college. And the, the driveway round, wound around to this big two-story log cabin. And then, you know, as you're driving and the trees open up, there's this little brick house kind of right beside it. But anyway, I was I was like, that's a that's a family unit right there. Somebody built that big, beautiful. Yeah. That's what I want mm-hmm. right there. And then uh, that was kind of my driving. You know, I want to be able to afford something like that. And uh, uh, you know, it was motivational to see that you know, that's yeah, somebody else can. I don't know why I can't. Exactly. And then uh, that's so. what that's what that's the mindset a lot of you know younger youth now can't fathom. You know, yeah. Well, they just want to they just want to stay in mom and dad's house and you know post social media videos. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's that's how it is now. Yeah. Um, and 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 I and I was kind of like you know you you grow up and you look around and you're like all right cool this is this is where it's at I just need to be happy with this. And then I, I set my, you know, I would see that, and that was kind of my benchmark. That's where I set my goal. I want to be able to have that one of these days. And then, uh, <laughs> so we can fast forward a couple of years. I mean, uh, I get back. I used to, uh, I had a motorcycle. And uh, I'd, at lunchtime, I'd go tear up the roads. And a lot of times I'd come back to the Honda shop, pull into the back, drop the shop doors, get out of my gear real quick, get back on the Back on the showroom, sometimes I would have a tail of red and blue following, you know what I mean? So if I was there, you know, but I would rush back in. But uh, so I was back there, I was getting my helmet off, and one of the other salesmen comes out, and he was like, hey, there's uh, there's some folks on the showroom asking for you, and trust me, she is on the to-do list. And I said, I'll be right there, fellas. Here I come. Well, uh, let, me, let me dust something off real quick. Yeah, oh, oh. Let's go the day before that. This, uh, wow. All right, so we'd actually have to go back a couple of months. This lady comes in. She goes, I want to buy my husband a dirt bike. I want the biggest the biggest Honda y'all make, which is a 650L, a tank of a dirt bike, if you know Honda's dirt bikes. They're just a tank. They're heavy. They're cantankerous. I was like, I, I couldn't talk her out of it. I said, this is not the bike that he wants. And she's like, no, he said he wants the biggest. Anyway, she insisted on it. Yes, ma'am. So we get this bike. It was a pre-order. It was an order bike, and so it took a, a while. And then, you know, that process took, you know, some communication between me and her. And um, How convenient. Well, <laughs> it was. <laughs> so then one day, it was, you know, because we would talk, and she just, she's like, there's no way you're single. And I'm like, I can prove it to you. Here I am. It is. You know? it is. And, and then she took that offensively. And uh, so she comes back, and she's got her daughter with her. Her daughter's, you know, 18 years old, and I was like, I know what's going on. This ain't she's ain't getting approval. The first time, yeah, this ain't the first time this has happened. And uh, uh, so I, of course, the the lady I'd been dealing with, you know, she was buying the dirt bike for her husband, and then so she comes in, she's got her daughter, and I was like, you, you're cute. She, what are you, 18? She goes, yeah, I'm 18. I was like, yeah, I'm 28. She goes, oh, my God, you're too old. I said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> so this lady that's buying the dirt bike for her husband that took it offensively that I was single, she tried, she brought her daughter up there, and that didn't work. So she's like, 
they leave. The next day, I get back from lunch. There's somebody on the showroom. They're on the to-do list. Let me check it out. It's my friend that's been dying, <laughs> buying the dirt bike for her husband. She's got her friend with her who's not 18, and she's on the to-do list. I was like, <laughs> okay, this is a little bit better. And then uh, she's buying, you know, she just wanted to buy a four-wheeler. I was like, I'm your guy. So we go out there, we're talking. It's just, I wanted, we wanted to skip to the chase and say, this is a hookup, I know, but, you know, I'm also needing a dollar, so I'm trying to sell this <laughs> for Well, then they're getting in the vehicle to leave, and another sales guy's like, hey, <laughs> watch that one, she's married. I said, no way. There's no way you're, he's like, yeah, you don't forget them when they look like that. And she was in here just a couple months ago mm -hmm. with her husband looking at a dirt oh, bike. Man. And I was like, oh, no. So then I was like, I can't, I can't, I'm not good with suspense. I can't wait. <laughs> so I run out there and I stop and I was like, hey, she's getting in the car. I was like, hey, are you married? And she's like, she just looked at me. She's like, no, I'm not married. I said, I'm not, I'm not asking if you're separated or in the process of getting divorced. You know, I'm, are you married at all? And she says, I'm not married at all. My divorce was final. A month ago. Oh, you know, man. Oh. Are you sure? She goes, 100%. I said, oh, I can deal with that. I can deal with that. So I go back in there, and I tell them, that's cool. You know, she's freshly divorced. <laughs> <laughs> Fresh meat! <laughs> she's back in the, yeah. And so that's what it, actually her friend was like, yeah, so, you know, daughter, too young. Um, but then she called her friend and was like, hey, you know, I got a little toy if you want to, you know. <laughs> get worked back into the program and then of course you know i figured i'm down <laughs> i can handle this it's, you know I, i'm good and uh it just worked out that um that uh you know it obviously turned into a lot more but she did want a full wither so we're doing the process of the full wither and i've got to get her credit application and you have to ask all the questions mm -hmm. and uh course if it's if your residency is under i don't know six months or a year you know where'd you live before that so you get that address and she told me that address and of course in my mind i was like carry the one did you did you live in that two-story log cabin house and she said yeah that's me and my ex-husband's house we built that and i was like <laughs> no way the house that i used to say no shit really i would drive by and i say i would want that no way yeah Whoa. i didn't get the house but i got the girl <laughs> dude that is a badass story that dude. is cool as shit yeah How wow small of a world dude. yeah so a little three months fling that was uh over 14 years ago that's awesome. Wow. I don't. I don't really that see is awesome. A, I don't see an end inside for that. Absolutely that's, not. That's meant to be, dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah. That is. That is like. That's storybook shit right there. Dude. I don't. It. You know. I look at it and I look at her and I'm like, I just. I don't understand how. And we've been through in 14 years. They have not been easy. Yeah. They have not been easy. We've made it. Well, if they are, then you're not doing something right. Right. Well, and yeah. So no, we can't decide that. We want to leave the other one at the same time. Yeah. So we've <laughs> we've, uh, we've 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 pushed through. We've made it, and so that's yeah. awesome, dude. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah, dude, I, that could be a movie. <laughs> it sounds like dude. a movie. The Hollywood hadn't called me yet. Uh, they might well, if we keep we'll, we'll crushing. See, we'll do some checks for you. Yeah, maybe maybe they'll hear. Hey, we saw you on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, oh, there you go, dude. That'd be sick, dude. That who would, be who cool. would play yeah, you in a movie? 
Who me? Yeah. I don't know. Um God, we'd have to call uh, Josh DeMille. Josh oh, You'd have to show me Josh DeMille. I don't know. For it to be believable, it'd either have to be Mr. Beast. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. Mr. Beast. <laughs> yeah, or uh so I get told I, I get thought you were gonna say Mr. Bean. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> I thought that's where you were going. No, so, yeah, I get it all the time. I look like Mr. Beast. Daddy Day from Street Outlaws. And uh, on TikTok, the transmission guy. We actually became friends over that. Brandon. Josh Jamel. Josh Jamel. Or do Hamill. Do Hamill. Well, I, he makes videos and it's do mail. I don't Okay, well, yeah, I can kind of see that. He's, he's a little more handsome Who than you. Who would play Jesse? Uh, his, yeah, he looks more like me. It's his pocket, yeah. It's his, po- it's his pocketbook. Yeah, he's got deep, <laughs> deep pockets. Yeah, that'd be, good. that'd be a good story, dude. That would be okay. that would be a cool movie. I love it. It sounds like a movie. I, I mean, that's. Did you just make reality. that up just for the no, show? Uh-uh, no, you sure? Can, pretty sure. I might have spoke about. We that might have before. to get your wife on just to she will, verify yeah. it. Hey, would she do the podcast? She will probably not on video. I don't know. She's hard to. Well, we don't do video, so. She just leave you at home. Oh yeah, she, she so she's got to put up with me, and you know it's so funny because she was not an outgoing. I, she wasn't a publicly out. She wasn't an internet outgoing person. I got you. But I've got her. when when we first started. You know, I got to work out of town a whole lot, and uh, so texting gets on my nerves. But there's an app like a video messaging app, mm-hmm. and uh, at first she wouldn't. She wouldn't, because it was easier to me, not so much that we're, you know, sending a video text message, but because I wouldn't have to type it. I could just, you know, drive, hold it down, talk, and then send traffic. Um, And when she would message me back, that would be like the seat. (laughs) She wouldn't even put her face in. I look so bad. I'm like, you need to hush. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we we need to hook that up. We need to get them on here together. That'd be be awesome. Yeah. Get y'all on here together just to to hear you two talk. back and forth. Yeah. You know, it's, if she's here, she's going to do all the talking. <laughs> I'm with it, dude. Got to hear the other side, man. She's a talk. Yeah, yeah. That's, that sounds we'll, – we'll get it scheduled. I'm down. We'll have to uh, – we'll get a babysitter. I say babysitter. Brantley, he'll sit out there in the gym. He'll, yeah, hell, he can come hang out with Parker. There you go. Oh, do they play video? Does he play – Oh, yeah, mine? he's on the computer right Sprinter. now. Yeah. Uh, simple simple sandbox. I don't know. He. I don't Ugh. I do the Call of Duty. That's all I do. They, yeah, I don't. Know. And I got five acres. If they want to rip around, I mean, rip it. So he got a dirt bike? No, he doesn't. Brantley. Well, what are you doing? Yeah. Cut it all up. They would be happy on the. Well, we're in the county, so they go shoot and I'll do whatever. Do whatever. Yeah. Nice. It'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh yeah. You want to take a break? Yeah, let's take Can a break. Back a minute. Let's take yeah. a break. Sounds good. Are you looking for the largest selection of fine wines, spirits, and craft beers in Texarkana? Well, look no further, feller. You found it. Chubby Cheeks Liquors got you covered. It's also conveniently located right off the Jefferson exit, Texarkana, Arkansas. With hundreds of spirits and wines to choose from, you can't go wrong. If you're looking to wow the neighbors at your barbecue or Super Bowl party, or just need to find an interesting spirit to impress your friends, head over to Chubby Cheeks Liquor for all your fine wine and spirit needs. For great prices and an even greater selection, choose Chubby Cheeks Liquor. And tell him Mr. Jesse sent you. And we're back from the break. And guess what? Jesse got thirsty during the break. No. Mr. Jesse got thirsty and right And luckily, the break. Chubby Cheeks was gracious enough to they bless hooked him us up. With they some, hooked us up. With some shenanigans. What you well, got tonight, Mr. Jesse? They have one of my not-so-favorites. A rye? They have a rye. I heard that. I second um, that. Uh, the, the last rye, straight rye, was... Oh. Oh. One of those. I'm not a rye guy. 
But, you know, you never know. You never there, know. There could be something to, to change my mind. So, Chubby Cheeks, Deidre up there, hooked us up with Limousine Rye, six-year whiskey. And this is uh, distilled from a rye mash barrel aged with French oak staves, finished in, look up Limousine Oak. I didn't know that was a thing. Limousine. Limous- That's the good oak. Limousine. <laughs> is it Limousine or Limousine? I don't know, man. Well, this is batch B14F4. This is a fifth. It's 46.5% alcohol by volume. Uh, There's a story on the back. haven't read it. This is from the Dancing Goat Distillery. Dancing Dancing Goat. goat. Mm -hmm. Kind of scares me if you call your distillery the Dancing Goat. Or it's confidence. It is confidence. It could be confidence. Or there's a cool story behind it. It could be my mistake. The bottle is really nice. It does. It's a really cool bottle. It does. I can already tell it's a synthetic cork. Well, not happy. Let's cork it. Cork it, dude. That was a good cork. That dude. was a good cork. That was a good cork. Even for a synthetic, that was a good cork. Are you you want to try it? I'm down. You down? I'm down. 2022, we got a double gold at the San Francisco World Spirits Competition. No way. Yeah, Did it really? There you go. Neat. Double platinum at the That's Ascot good, Awards. That's That's plenty. Twice. You don't have to good. drink it all. You don't have to drink it all. I don't know what that I'll, means. I'll drink what you don't. <laughs> he will. I don't know what that means. He will do it. I've never let anything in a glass. So, dude, this thing's got leg for days. Yeah, it's, it's like a ring around it, dude. If you if you look at it and you, you swirl it and watch it run down the side of the glass, it's called leg. Leg. And this thing, this thing's got like a skirt. There's, there's barely any leg to it. Man, that's cool. It's a really light-colored bourbon. Whiskey, sorry. Rye. Well, try it, man. Well, I got to smell it first. Yeah, I got to smell it first. So if if you put it up to one nostril and breathe in through your mouth, you'll taste it. He's looking at me like, what the fuck? For real. I've never done that. For real. Put it up to one nostril and breathe in through your mouth. God, that is... It's got some heat. Yeah, it's a rye. A little bit of heat. It was was, uh, fumey. It'll clear you out. Yeah, it'll it'll open, open up your... Hmm. Is that a good hmm or a bad hmm? I think it's a medium hmm. Oh. Ooh, it's real hot at the end. Really? Yeah. Hit you in the back of the throat? Oh, yeah. Stayed on my, stayed on my, my, my sinuses for a minute. I don't know. It's real. A lot of caramel. It's not bad. I mean, it's, it's, not, a, it's not a sipper. Really? This is, this is probably something I'd mix. Really? Yeah, this is, this is a Coke mix. It would probably you. taste a little bit different with uh, an ice cube. Well, what do you rate it, dude? Let's see. Uh, let's give it... Uh, let me guess before. Okay, go ahead. The last one you had, you said was really good. Eight, 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 eight and three quarters. Eight three quarter. I'm going to say you're giving this one sixes. <coughs> no. Not even a six. I think that's a little high. Wow. I'd, I'd give it, I might have to put an ice cube in it. Check it out later. To check it out later. But right now, I think I'd give it a five and a half. Ooh, five and a half. Yeah. Well, limousine whiskey, or lim, I don't know how you say it. Limousine? Limousine. Limousine? Okay, if y'all are out there and you know how to say limousine without the E, <laughs> <laughs> hit us up on uh, uh, Instagram, Instagram, Facebook, 
what you know good uh, gmail.com yeah. let us know and uh tell me how to s- say limousine <laughs> that works too, I guess. Limousine. It, it looks like a limousine. Well, there you go. Limousine rye whiskey. You're the college educator. Five guy. and a half. I mean, I, is it limousine? I, yeah. <laughs> limousine. Sure. Th- this is definitely five and a half. I'm going to keep drinking beer tonight. Look, how, do you, how do you spell cousin? All right, put lim instead of C. Limousine? 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 Look, this guy, the logical, the logical I pronunciation. See, I see where you got that. I definitely see it. That that makes sense. Limousine. I don't know. I like limousine, but if we got to do something, it could be limousine. It could be. Who knows? One of those weird foreign words, but they didn't put the little thingy up there. That's, that's from Wisconsin, so this is definitely six limousine. Six-year limousine. Mm-hmm. Age six years. It's. I mean, it's not horrible. I, so I, I'm, I'm gonna go with the five and a half. What would you rate it? I don't. I don't. I don't have anything to rate it again. I've you never had whiskey? rye whiskey. I've never. Not rye. I've never had a rye. Yeah, that, that's something else that's it's, um, it's throwing me off is is the rye, I guess. So it's a uh, limousine or whatever is a breed of hardy French beef cattle. Now, those are limousine. They okay. don't make very they, good bucking stuff. Well, that's what it is. Then. That's, what, that's it is. what it is then. Limousine? Yep. The limousine. Rye. Limousine rye. After the French beef cattle. So we don't get, come out we don't get any of those. At uh, they didn't say, but barn. that's just... That's what I might have to ask uh, ask my my neighbor about that. Yeah, holler at him. Yeah, you got some limousines. No, I, I don't know that we've had any come through there. I work at the sale barn on Saturdays, and and uh, I haven't heard anybody talk about a, a limousine. Really? Yeah, huh. they'd be the one yeah. to ask though. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely inquire. Inquiring minds want to know. That is correct. All right, so five and a half. Five and a half. Are you keeping record of this at all? No, you're supposed to be doing that. I'm not doing that. How consistent do you feel like you are in rating? Well, I'm the only one tasting it, so. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> and and I'm, I'm literally going off no more education other than what I've learned on the podcast and the research I've done to mm-hmm. do this. Wow. And I know leg. I know enzymes. how to smell it. I know enzymes. If, <laughs> if, here's an education piece. If you put like a drop or two of water in your whiskey drink, there's uh, enzymes that actually change and will completely change the taste of that whiskey. Really? Dead serious. I'm gonna go get. I'm gonna get two ice cubes. Here we go. All right. So I have to ask you, since you do the TikTok, how do you feel about the potential TikTok ban? Uh, What is that going to do to you or for you? uh, To be honest with you, it will take away one more. It'll take away one more avenue of social media that I have to keep up with. Yeah, I got you. Because I'm on all of them. I will regret that because TikTok has been the first time I've yeah, done Yeah, right on. I'm from Texas. Just give it a minute. <laughs> That's right. I drank pond water. Yeah. You drank what? I drank pond water coming up. You little grubby you go. fingers ain't going to bother. Hell yeah. I threw rocks, everybody, in, a, I threw rocks in the creek to get the snakes to go away so we could rope yeah. swing into the water. Everybody remembers water out of a garden hose, dude. Yep. Not everybody. <laughs> okay, so I haven't heard about this TikTok ban. What's going on? Oh, yeah. So it's actually the banning of TikTok would be the best thing that come would be the least evil thing come out of that bill. It's actually a bill completely yes. controlling... Yeah. So what is the bill called? Uh, it's got a number. Yeah, I can't remember, but it's like uh, the whole. It's the TikTok. Yeah, like you said, the TikTok thing is not the worst thing in there. Yeah, that's really? just what's going to Patriot Act on steroids. Yeah, 
basically. Is HR twenty five? Yeah. So, well, is it HR twenty five? No, it's a six one five. Some that I should probably okay. know. Well, re- remind me, and we'll talk about HR twenty five. Okay. So this one is basically it don't want you it don't want you communicating with somebody that they say you cannot communicate being another country. Um, and so so they're going to they're going to limit us on social media when it's other countries spying on us. Well, they're yeah. I mean, that's basically, basically what it yeah, sounds like. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then, you know, I mean, wasn't the big eight. the big scandal uh China or whoever developed it, they were just using TikTok to get information, get data. Yeah, yeah. Get data. Well, all of them are. So we have to pay for it. Right. Which which is by taking it away from it. But it goes more. It goes bigger than TikTok. Yep. Okay. They basically control you on the internet. Yep. Well, that was, we all knew that was coming. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. And and we, we knew when Gore developed the internet. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why that, a lot of these that, uh, a lot of these centers and stuff are pushing back on it. It's because of what's in it. Really? Yeah, yep. it's not it's not just a thing against TikTok. Mm-hmm. TikTok falls a bunch of hidden bullshit category. in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just like politicians do. But HR 25 um in essence if it goes all the way would essentially abolish the IRS. Oh no, it's not that then. No, it's not that, but that is that would be amazing, wouldn't it? That w- it would it would basically give the states um, free will to tax statewide and not have any interference from the government. Yeah, which is freaking awesome, isn't it? Flat tax would be cool, man. Yeah, flat yeah. tax would be awesome. Yeah, then you actually get your you know your gross paycheck, but you're I mean you're paying yeah, yeah taxes you would you would be paying. State tax, not federal tax. Yep. Do you know how many people would have to go to work if they did no that? No shit. 100%. 100%, dude. Everybody that works there, and they just brought on how many? 87,000. 87,000 more people would read, be in the yeah. job market. I heard a thing I the other day that uh, uh, Matt Taibbi, you know, the journalist or whatever, yeah. IRS, IRS agents, armed IRS agents show up to his house. Why are IRS agents exactly. armed? Exactly. It's a wild I mean, thing, why, dude. Why are tax revenue thing, individuals dude. carrying any type his, of firearm? While, while he was uh, testifying in Congress uh, about the, the Twitter files or whatever, you know, he's the one, he's the journalist that, like, broke that, him and uh, Barry Weiss. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, they showed up at his house. Armed. Wow. Yeah, armed. Nice. IRS agents. That's what I'm talking about. Doing I mean, an audit. I, Get out of here. I mean, I carry every day, so I guess I could just be an IRS agent. It's wild. It's dude. retarded. It's a crazy thing, dude. Well, but, inter- interjection ice didn't help at all. Yeah, I think oh, I, I think it's just tried. the rye whiskey. My ice is gone. Yeah, I think it's just the rye. You're not supposed to eat the ice, man. It was a little bit. I didn't know it, was, <laughs> didn't know it had entered. <laughs> so, have you? You say you work off of work, right? Have you ever run into somebody just on the street wearing your gear? No, no, not yet. Really? Nah, really, no. Yeah. So. Okay. It, oh, you, oh, you're wearing a shirt. Yes. You brought hats. Yes. Is it? Oh, what is your merch collection? Is it uh, just hats and this shirt? It's uh, yeah. So I got hats. I got hats. I got the I roll triples hats. I got these dirt bike hats. I've got the I roll triple shirts. I've got the let's talk about dirt bikes shirts. 
uh, hoodies during the winter time. Oh, I'm a hoodie oh, freak, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Those those have been huge. Yeah, and those are all on uh, copper, copper top rustics. Copper top rustics. Copper top rustics. Dot com. Yeah, and then um, stickers. Uh, we ordered we ordered uh, some stickers from Sticker Mule. It was just like a little experience, just something you know. You got to have stickers, yep. and they were huge. Well, she bought a cricket machine. Yep. And so there I was go. like, I don't know why I can't do that on our own cricket machine. See, that's what I should be doing. Should. It, it, I mean, so, you know. Can you do multicolor on the cricket? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so the cricket, the cricket only cuts so we out. we do this? Yeah. Yeah, because the cricket, the printer does that. Your cricket only cuts out. The, Just because of the shape of the sticker. Right. Uh, but, you know, it goes into cutting out. It, 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 you know, it cuts out. And if you get into multi-layering, you know, it can get as confusing as you want it to. <laughs> not as complicated as yeah. confusing as you <laughs> yeah. wanted to. Yeah, um, and so I've tried to keep it simple. That's just why my stickers are kind of simple. People love simple stuff, man. And you know, I wrote triples. That's simple, and so yeah, that's, you know, it's, it's simple. Just, it, lowercase, you know, yes, basic font. That's, that's cool, uh, and it's been it's been it's been good. But uh, um, the, the stickers, I don't know the cost of them. But sometimes the, we were ordering from Sticker Mule, and you can get them for I don't know, it's like fifty cents a sticker, and uh, that sounds expensive. Well, yeah, when you're buying, you know, five hundred of them. Yeah, for sure. The, uh, you get a price break on on multiple. That's the like price break. Yeah, so they're normally, <laughs> really yeah. So the cost of a Damn. sticker. Yeah, I'm talking three inch stickers. You know, they, I mean, the cost on them. I think we might sell them for two to three dollars, but by the time that's you take fifty cents a sticker. Uh, on sale. That's normally... That's 50, 50 cents a sticker on sale. Yeah, cost. Yeah, so that's when you cost. buy them from me... Yeah, yeah, and then you got to... By the time you take... Uh, by the time you take... You get you build your profit in, and then you put in handling, you put in shipping, which is the stamp, the envelope, mm-hmm. the gas it takes to get... You know, you, you, you divide that out. A couple bucks a sticker. Um, you know, you don't make a ton. It's a sticker. Uh and I was like, so the to cut that co- when they're not on sale, the cost is closer to a dollar. Mm. Wow, per sticker. So mm. yeah, so when you see somebody selling, you know, two, and what do y'all sell them for? I, two, three, four dollars, maybe five. Dana bundle them up three for yeah. ten or twelve or something like yeah. that. Man. The bigger stickers, these ones here, um, I think they they're a little bit smaller for hard hats. Uh, oh, that's a good idea. I like that. Yeah, like and then that. a little bit bigger for toolboxes. I like the whatever. one you get on the muffler. Oh yeah, the yeah that one cost seven hundred dollars. <laughs> oh my well, god! You can't say that. The so there was a sticker on both sides of the muffler, and then oh, I it, had the, it cost to put it on the muffler. Yeah the the entire the entire package the entire sponsorship was seven hundred dollars, and so yeah, I got, he didn't know what we we're talking about. Nope. Oh. So so he was a glorified. Not I'm sorry, it's I didn't mean to say glorified. AMA super professional, professional. really. That's pretty cool. So his sponsorship went on the bike, and, and the on gear. either side of the muffler, yeah, yeah. Was his okay. sticker. I wrote triples. That's sick. <laughs> Tripling at a Supercross race. So it cost that you seven hundred dollars to sticker that bike. Yeah. Well, so the and the helmet or to, just yeah the sponsor. So to sponsor Scotty, uh, the sponsorship. It's a seven hundred dollar package. It's the the. The one-time sponsor, the per race sponsor, he has right here across Wait, the per race. Yeah, damn. Yeah. Well, number one, it's a tax write-off. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. 
Oh, yeah. So if y'all wanted to sponsor, you know, What You Know Good podcast, you give him $700, and he gives you a receipt, and you deduct $700 from, if this was a business, yeah. you deduct $700. Yeah, we ain't that deep into it yet. <laughs> I did. I'm not that deep. Um, but also, part of that, of course, you know, I was a, I was, I was, he's Brantley's trainer, so we see him, and that's kind of how it started. Uh, we were at the training, and I just saw a sticker on his exhaust, and I was like, how do you, how do you, how do you get your sticker there? And he's like, all right. So he told me, and it was the per race sponsorship. And uh, I was like, so hypothetically, if I gave you seven hundred dollars, you need to you need to splice that TikTok into this video. <laughs> I can, I so, can be, so they can figure out what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll definitely reference that. So I was like, so for seven hundred dollars, I could have I roll triples, tripling in the Supercross race. And he was like, Yeah, we're not doing I roll triples, but yeah, you can you can have your face on there. And, I was and like, there's actually a, a really cool photo of him. In the air, yeah, and you can clearly see the muffler with I wrote triples on it. That's sick. It's dude. fucking cool. The Tampa, the Tampa Supercross race. Yeah, that is sick. Yeah, so that was like I've got my wife. She's like, "That's seven hundred dollars. You haven't worked in over a month. <laughs> <laughs> you've said, been you've been skipping around on triple for a month. That's cool though, man. Super hey, cool. I drove fifteen hours to Tampa because uh, the Tampa race was the um, the uh, the veterans appreciation race and and so they were you know the and and I'm gonna go into pure adrenaline the gear company they actually sponsor me and uh, it's kind of funny because I start dealing with Scotty he starts training Brantley and he's wearing this pure adrenaline gear it's whatever you know he gives me all of his you know discount codes for everywhere that he's got and um, I didn't really know. I wasn't really paying attention to his gear. Gear's expensive. We're broke. And so, you know, I'll get new gear every three or four years, <laughs> no matter what my old gear looks like. <laughs> but um, I think I was live one night, and this guy commented and was like, hey, I'm going to shoot you a message. You know, I want to do something with you. And I think I might have been cool. But then I got a, 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 a message, and this dude's like, we, we, we're a gear company. We want to. You know, you, you, we think you're cool. We want to sponsor you. And it turned out to be pure adrenaline. And I was like, yeah, cool. And then so uh, so I get this. And then my wife, Dana, she was like, hey, that's the same gear company that sponsors Scotty. And I was like, cool. So then we go back. Of course, you know, I'm a spode, a goon. I roll triples. <laughs> I'm going to this supercross, professional supercross racer's house. I pay him money to train my kid. And I'm like, I'm this nobody, but I've got the same gear sponsor you've got. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah. And so, uh, you know, they, they, and, and that's that's kind of built up from there. So um, $700 I got across the jersey. Uh, so I, we agreed. No, I rode triples. Scotty, he wasn't doing that. <laughs> so he was like, uh, <clears throat> we, you can do the ineffable Jason, you know, my screen, my, my name or whatever. And then he was like, send me a picture of you. We'll put your face on it. And I was like, let's do it. I'm down with that. Might as well go all out with the okay. corn. Okay, I, I got to ask real quick since you brought it up. Um, ineffable? Yeah. Okay, call me dumb. <laughs> okay. What the hell is ineffable? 
That's uh, that an actual exactly, word? Exactly. Yeah, and that's exactly why I used it because you know what does I don't it mean? Know how many? You know, I'm, and it's funny you put it like that because most people, um, and I try not to say bad words, but they we say, don't give a shit. Does that mean? Does that mean unfuckable? <laughs> that's exactly what I that's thought what, it that's meant. What, my mind what it sounds like, and that is an exact no. <laughs> that is nowhere near what it sounds like. So if you go, when I was when I was on TikTok when I first made it, I was, uh, you know, I you got to come up with it. I didn't want user whatever, yeah, so yeah. I was like, you know, so, I'm doing something goofy like coming up with a TikTok, and if somebody actually yeah, like, happens to see it. Jaqueen, whatever. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) If they ever roll it, you know, that damn Jason got him a TikTok. So my name was that damn Jason. And um, some of the, you know, it started with those two little dance videos. And then I think I've told a joke, maybe a story. Well, then I just, the stories were doing well. So then I was just telling stories. And then one lady was, and I always felt kind of bad with that damn Jason because, again, the girl that got me on TikTok is this seven-year-old precious yeah. little girl, and I've done said a bad word, you know, in front of my buddy's <laughs> daughter. And, you know, it, it always felt kind of, you know, maybe take the, the cuss word out. It's but more user-friendly. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, so then, um, you know, I changed it to, you know, Brantley's dead because one lady was like, you know, she kind of, she said something about, you know, that damn Jason don't suit you. You're that wonderful Jason or something like that. And so then I think I changed it to Brantley's dad. And then after a while, you know, as I was growing, um, you know, it's like I got to. You need something more catchy. So it's time to settle on something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I, I'm kind of, I like to, I like to throw people for a loop, you know, and um, fake it till you make it, you know. Um, <laughs> All about that, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it, it, and that goes into a lot of um, okay. So in the Marine Corps or in any military, you're in the Marine Corps, yeah. All right, so uh, they don't promote PFCs to Lance Corporals; they promote Lance Corporals to Lance Corporals. So basically, if you're wanting to be something, you got to be that before you get there. Be that, and then you will be recognized. It. So then it's always like present yourself way over who you, what you are. And then, so you're held to a standard. You can't let that standard down. And I was like, so what kind of way outlandish, you know, I, I wanted something that was just like <laughs> way out there that throwed people for a loop. And uh, and I don't know why, ineffable, but I was like, ineffable. That's. Okay. That's Stop it. beating around the foot. What does it mean? <laughs> or did you make it up? No. Nah. So if you go to Webster's Dictionary, the ineff- or ineffable is having a beauty greater than words oh my God. can describe. <laughs> I love it. So I am the ineffable Jason. And it goes into So say, that should be your wife's name. Well, yeah. I mean, in all actuality, that's, you know, what it is. But that's, on the screen now. That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. And then people are out there going, ineffable, ineffable. They don't want to say. I wonder how many people have Googled. Yeah, exactly. I wonder how many people have Googled. I feel responsible for all of it. (laughs) Google's rating has gone skyrocket due to the ineffable Jason. Yeah, it's nuts. I dig it. Yeah. So, how's your Instagram stuff doing? Also, Uh, the every um, so Instagram. so I've I've got uh, I think I just hit eleven thousand followers on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and it's it's quirky over there. Is everything cross posted or? 
Yeah, so not cross-posted, but I'll post the same video on all yeah. platforms. And then uh, sometimes I'll make a TikTok, and I won't bother putting it on Facebook because they, they don't have the capability of touching the comment and seeing yeah. the context. And so, you know, it gets harrowing by the time you put all the videos on all the platforms and you tag all the people, get all your little hashtags, wait for it to upload, and then you got to like, comment, share, you know, spam like whatever you got to do all the process hours gone on one video yeah after you spent eight hours that's making just it. crazy man yeah but you know um we were talking earlier about the potential ban on tiktok um so when i first you know tiktok again that was the first time you know it was like opening a door to the world and then giving your peace like saying or being you for a second and then like the entire world has input instead of just you know your friends mm -hmm. list on facebook and it turns out people in the world they were you know they like they like me <laughs> for the first time so okay a lot of people that do tiktok videos or instagram videos or whatever they they play somebody that's is that really you I mean, are, are you just, just being you somebody? Yeah, no, that's all of my stories, and then some of them are, and that's kind of another reason, you know, for the pick of my name, because a lot of my stories is like, I don't believe them. If somebody were oh, telling me that, there's no way. What what caught me, um, I, I come across one of your videos where um, you were telling, uh, when you were in the Marine Corps, about some of the, I guess you'd call them pranks. Yeah. Um <laughs> Some of the shit that we did to each other, yeah. Uh, it just you. Were, I, don't remember, I can't remember the actual content. You were in a green hoodie, um, but it it was telling you know the things that, like, I used to send recruits to get me a five gallon bucket of ARRs. Yeah, I did tinty for a preaky. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what that was the video. Yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, <laughs> prick seven. Yeah. What? What is that? Yeah, that, that's that's a pretty. I got sent for um, batteries for my sergeant's new chem light. Nice, that's a good one. I never fell for that one. I did because I didn't know they were called chem lights in the military. Oh, yeah. Well, I walked a mile <laughs> in San in in uh, Pendleton <laughs> at uh, combat M MCT school. Mm -hmm. I walked a mile from the office. To the warehouse, sergeant said, "Go over to the warehouse and tell them I need batteries for the new chem line I just bought." And we were sleeves down, so I was fucking butt was sweating when I got there. And I asked him, I said, "Sergeant said he needs batteries for the new chem line he just got," and I got that deer in the headlight look. <laughs> and he said, "I'll be right back." He was gone for a minute. Comes back. He says, go tell him we're out, and I'll order him some. So I have to walk all the way back. <laughs> Without batteries. Empty-handed. For the chem lights. For the chem lights. And as soon as I walk in the office, they're all just dying. <laughs> I mean, rolling on the floor laughing at me. I knew right then I was God. <laughs> and I said, what the fuck is a chem light? And he held up a glow stick. Oh, for all y'all out there that don't know what a chem light is, it's a freaking glow stick. It's a glow stick. I've got a similar story from the restaurant. I was so pissed off. So I used to work in the restaurant industry, and we would haze the, the new people. 
we sent this girl. It's not on, called hazing. It's not hazing. Right, sorry. Uh, I don't know, ribbing. I don't know. Pranked. Pranked. Sure. Prank. We sold this girl that we needed a uh, snake wrangling glove <laughs> because we had a snake infestation in the restaurant. So we were didn't think anything of it. We get this call. Hey, I'm over at PetSmart. Oh my and, god! Uh, <laughs> and they don't they don't have snake wrangling gloves. They don't know what that is. I was like, dude, get back over here. That was a joke, dude. <laughs> that was the funniest thing, dude. She said, I'm over at PetSmart Man, looking I, for I, snake I've gloves. I've sent people for left-handed screwdrivers, oh, yeah, left-handed screwdrivers. metric screwdrivers, and and subfloor stretchers, and I mean, five-gallon buckets of AIRs, and all kinds of fun stuff. It's it's awesome to do that kind of thing. Oh yeah, it keeps it. And the keeps Marines it are masters at it. Keeps the morale up, uh, man. Yeah, and the games that they play is different. Just like that gunny at Apo, I'm telling you, it was uh, sure enough. We went boats and utes. I was like, I think I was about three quarters of a mile into it when I realized, okay, I think maybe, I think maybe this was a setup. I got got. Yeah. I got got. It wasn't too far though. Three quarters of a mile. Uh, well, uh, three no. quarters of a mile in boots and utes. Into what's it. a boot and ute? That's where you're wearing combat boots. Got it. Your trouser bottoms mm-hmm. and a t-shirt. A t-shirt. Gotcha. Yeah, so that was uh, what did we do? Two miles? Three miles? It, it was a it three was quarters a, of a mile is enough. Yeah, three quarters into the. Two, 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 I was like, <laughs> okay. I'm we, okay. We did when I was at MP school. Um, we'd always have a battalion run. Uh, it wasn't monthly. It was like every three months or whatever. Of course, I was in school right when the battalion run came, and it was a ten mile boots and utes run. Ugh. And our our commander, we always knew how long the run was going to be by the cigar he showed up with. Oh, if he showed up with a stubby, it's going to be a short run. Good day. But if he showed up with a brand new cigar and lit it when he got there. Yeah, I looped him back to pick up the pork chops. Yeah, your world was fucked because the whole time we're running, he's smoking that cigar, and we're running until he finishes that cigar. <laughs> no bullshit. We ran until he finished that cigar. Ten miles in what boots a, and utes. What a savage, dude. Beach run and all. Beach. Oh, California. Mm. It's horrible. Running horrible. in sand sucks, dude. Especially yeah. in boots. Yeah. Combat imagine. boots? Yeah. Imagine. Dude, how much a pair of combat boots weigh? Oh God, the uh, three, four well, pounds. Jungle, jungle boots wore, weighed probably four, four pounds, four or five pounds. Mm-hmm. Uh, full leathers. The Cadillacs. Cadillacs. Eight. Oh my God, <laughs> full leathers. That's easy. Oh, 10, 12 pounds. Good God, dude. Eight, eight for the boots, two for the polish. Dude, dude that's like running oh, yeah, cinder yeah, blocks, man. Oh God, man, I don't really get me into polishing boots, dude. Because I, I was one. I had like three pounds of polish on my boots. Yeah. I mean, I would melt a can and just pour it yeah. on my boot. I mean, the guys now, they don't polish boots anymore. No, they don't have to. They don't, they don't understand. Because the, the boots sand. that they wear, they, they're just all sand boots. They're huh. just, they're, they look like, they're, what is it, sand colored. Yeah, sand colored rough out. They got yeah. out easy. They don't wear Cadillacs anymore. When, when, when we were in, it was smooth leather black. When were you in, I see. 94 and 98. Okay, so I'm 9701. Okay. So, yeah, there's a little bit of overlap. Yeah, we can relate yeah. for sure. Yeah. But when you wore combat boots, and I was an MP, so yeah, appearance-wise, like 
No, absolutely not. No, no longer. You're like the safety it. man of the Marines, dude. Oh my! Wait a minute. Oh my God! <laughs> oh, I just. Oh man. We're right here. But we're good. We're cool. Together. MPs we, in the Marine Corps. We cancel each other. Out. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, visually, they were the pinnacle of the Marine Corps. Yeah. I mean, you didn't. Uh, other than like the drill team, you didn't look any better. We were required to look that good. And if you couldn't shave in our boots, you got sent home. You had to go repolish them. They were that shiny. Yikes. When I got out, um, there's a reserve unit here in town. It's Motor T. Motor T. So they get get their clothes right out of the sea bag and put them on. Yeah. We had an inspection. And, of course, I showed up for inspection. They showed up and got dressed. And they were pissed at me because my camis stood up by themselves. You do use a lot of starch, man. I do. do. You should see his jeans. It's incredibly creased. I I know where he's at. I know he's at. We got got one line going right down the front. Hell yes. Man, I I knew so many tricks to keep creases in your... I mean... Did you melt the fishing line? Super thin fishing line. (laughs) We had... What? You would would take... you. Okay. The way I did it was I'd send my, my... my camis, my camouflage uniform, mm-hmm. send it to the cleaners. Heavy starch all the way. Then I would get them home, and then you'd hang the crease up with super thin fishing line, mm-hmm. and then you would iron that fishing line in so that it would melt into the crease. Oh. And then I would take a bottle of straight stay flow, hang my clo- my camis out on the clothesline, and spray them until they dripped. And I'd re-iron them. My shit literally... Dude. Stood up by itself. Yeah, you take your pillowcase and you put it over the the fabric because if you just straight iron, yeah, especially if it's still wet, for sure it has and to. And you look like you got Elmer's yeah. glue on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would, yeah, yeah white crusty yeah. slick. But if you put a pillowcase over that, you're good. Oh yeah, matte finish. Dude, I used to get paid to iron guys' camis. I I wouldn't do it. I didn't have time. I did, I was a Ford Marine, not like I had nothing else to do, but I wanted, I was in a non-deployable unit. I fixed air conditioners. Yeah, you fixed line. air conditioners. I mean, they didn't want you going to work. Uh, no, but you know, it's crazy. You got to have air conditioners. That's for sure. You got to have chow hall. You got to keep, uh, you got to have, I mean, it's. I'm surprised you didn't sit in Afghanistan or something. Well, we were peacetime was at the time. No, yeah, I got it August 4th of 2001. Oh, wow. Really? That's the one right before September 11th. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. And yeah, then. I, 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 my entire tour was peacetime. Yeah, that's uh, we had Kosovo. Uh, yeah. It was it was Kosovo was a flare up. It wasn't yeah. even a thing. Yeah, yeah. there was they, nothing. They didn't need air conditioners then either. Well, I mean, no. It's and you know when when I was going, I joined. I joined, and I shit you not. When I went in, um, the drill instructor had been working on me all in high school. Oh, be a marine. I was like, no, I'm gonna ride bulls. I had this bull riding thing going on pretty good. And then I got my face smashed, like Ugh. face smashed. Wired, just crushed T- my face. Tough Hedeman tough style? Tough Hedeman style. And Ooh. so, yeah, my, my, uh, his is more glamorized. It was a. Yeah, he uses that thing. to his advantage. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't Tough Hedeman. I was just Pepper Goodson. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, uh, I had, you know, I was, I couldn't ride. Bulls anymore, I thought, because hell, I got a hundred fifty thousand dollar hospital bill. Yeah, um, I got to pay it, and 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 
I had fun riding bulls. I wasn't making a lot of money. I wasn't consistent at it. Always, that's on my bucket list. I've always wanted to ride a bull. My wife would kill me though. Oh, it's the you go somewhere and get one. It's just. It's, I guess technically, a couple of weeks ago at the sale barn, I rode one, but it was on the head. I was going to say that's just, just the head. <laughs> that's not the kind of riding. No, <laughs> but uh, it wasn't fun. No, I can imagine. It, it's a, probably exciting. It was different. Yeah. Um, rolling over that gate when I got tired of bouncing off his head. Was, Which it wouldn't it wouldn't be you working at the sale barn and being around that environment. It's uh, a little bit different. I mean, <clears throat> you're more used to it. But now when you go, and I was, I've, I've been to a sale barn before. I mean, I've been around cows before. But um, the, when this one's a bucking bull. Yeah. So, you know, and there's people here. And you watch the other bulls that come out before you. And they're all bucking bulls. And you're like, oh, my God, they're bucking so hard. And then so you get on it. And it it there's this live animal that you are strapping, you are burning yeah. rosin, so yeah. it can hold on better. So You're you can't let go, right? Yeah. So you want to hold on. Your mind is your mind is set on not letting go of this bull that's trying to kill you because you're sitting on his back. And all and you can think about is, I might not live. <laughs> I might not be alive in eight seconds. I don't know. But you know, and then and then everything. And then you smash your face. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, $150,000. I don't, again, back to the whole we're poor thing. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I couldn't ride bulls. My mouth wired shut. Um, I don't know. I just It was a Sunday morning, and I was like, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. So I go in there, and my mom, she works swing shifts. So she got home at 1 o'clock. She'd been asleep. She's still asleep. I wake her up, Mom. We didn't wake Mom. We didn't wake Mom. Um, but I, I was like, I've got to do something because, you know, all of a sudden my stepdad, he had recently passed and we were left with a lot of, we, my mom was left with a lot, all of his, the medical bills, you know, and she worked at the sheriff's department. I think she made twelve or $1,300 a month. I mean, it was, it was bad. And then now I've just, in, I just caused, I just produced this $150,000 <laughs> <laughs> and I've got to do something. And I was like, I'm going to join the Marine Corps. This is where I go. And so I go in there and <clears throat> mom, when you get up, can you can you carry me down there to the Marine Corps and sign for me so I can join? And she's like, What? My mom is not a human when she's first waking up. How old up. were you? Seventeen? Seventeen, yeah. And so uh yeah, January twenty seventh, nineteen ninety seven. And uh, I was like, I need you to sign for me so I can join the Marine Corps. And she's like, What? What are you talking about? Like, I, I got, I can't, I don't have a job. I mean, I worked, I think, at the pizza place. And I can't pay for this. I can't <laughs> ride bulls to pay for it. I, I need to, I need to have a job. And this is the Marine Corps. I need to join the Marine Corps. She said, that's a big decision. Don't you need to think about that? I was like, yeah, I've been up since like 6 o'clock this morning. <laughs> it's 8.30. all day. I thought yeah. about it for a couple hours. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's time to, let's make a move. And so she did. Uh, we went down there, walked in the recruiter's office. He happened to be there. Of course, I had my mouth wired shut. He said he knew me. Son, his name was Staff Sergeant Sundstrom. He talked. I couldn't understand most of what he's, <laughs> you know, like Charlie Brown's teacher. Yeah. But uh, uh, I told him I was ready to join the Marine Corps, and he was like, "Why? What do you want to do?" I said, "I'm gonna blow shit up and kill people." <laughs> What's he that said, from? What movie is that from? 
Is that from a movie? That's from my movie. From your movie? This is a good movie. That's exactly what I said. (laughs) I like it. He said, what do you want to do? I said, I'm going to blow shit up. He said, what do you want to do? I said, I'm going to be a grunt. He said, why do you want to be a grunt? I said, because I want to blow shit up and kill people. (laughs) He said, you want to be a combat engineer. I said, what do they do? He said, they blow shit up and kill people. I said, sign me up. I said, (laughs) (laughs) if only you had known. Yeah, so that's (laughs) a little bit of clarification. I want to blow shit up and kill people. (laughs) I'm ready to go. (laughs) He said, not like that. You're not. And so that was January. I actually had to wait until August uh, until I got, you know, obviously unwired. How many waivers did you have to get? There was several. Matter of fact, um, and it it was kind of a scary situation. I'm sure we're past the statute of limitations. But um, he said... This never happened. This never happened. And I don't care. It never happened. Do not falter. This never happened. And I was like, all right, cool, no problem. <laughs> and then, uh, so that, I figured. This is fucking true shit. It's, yeah. I shit you not. And then, so, uh, um, so that's, that's in early on in the process. And then, so, you know, when you sign up to go to the Marine Corps, you are a poolie, and so you have to go to I the mall. Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So you know yeah. what I'm talking about. And um, so we're at these poolie functions, and then so guys that I've met, you know, they left for boot camp, and then they would come back, and they would be the Marine at our pool. You know, they'd be on a recruiter assistant or something like that. And uh, like, oh, cool, the poolie. Well, then so-and-so, what happened with so-and-so? Or even in boot camp, like so-and-so got dropped, and it's like, what happened? And it's like, well, they – you know, mm. he lied during the process, yeah. and so yeah, he's gone. Well, so I'm uh, I'm in Mips in Shreveport, and uh, <laughs> uh, I almost remembered his name, but there's this Master Guns, and once you, you know the questionnaires, and it was like, when's the last time you smoked marijuana? My answer was, I never smoked marijuana. I never smoked marijuana before the Marine Corps. I had to join the Marine Corps. <laughs> before the Marine Corps. <laughs> if it wasn't for the Marine Corps, I wouldn't know what the devil's lettuce was. But <laughs> at that time, I had never sm- – I'd been around it. My, my best friend was a dealer. Uh, I'd never messed with it. Mama said she didn't want me doing that. And so I said, yes, ma'am. So when you're in town and Mama knows what you're doing, you know. That's she, right. She, she probably, always knows. She probably heard him yeah. out talking to his – his friend, she whistled. Especially, yeah. <laughs> but uh, especially, she works at the sheriff's department. So yeah. she's got eyes all out in the county. And uh, But so I'm in this Master Guns, and he's like flipping through, and he was like, well, it's got to want to talk to you about a few things. And I was like, okay. And he basically didn't mean a few things. He went, he kind of verified that thing one thing. Yeah. But then he went to that, and he was like, it says here, must be a typo, but you never smoked marijuana. And I was like, that's correct. He was like, no, I mean, you did. And I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> he said, no, you can't. And this is an old, wrinkled, gray dude, right? And here I'm an <laughs> 18-year-old badass. I know what I'm talking about. And he was like, I know for a fact you smoked marijuana. I was like, well, tell me when, you know. He was like, it was that night. You was riding around with your friends. You was in the back seat sitting in the middle. And your friend on the left wanted one. And your friend on the right sparked it up. And he passed it right on you. And that's when you hit it. And you only hit it once. But that's, and I was like, ow. 
fight you. <laughs> There's no way that happened. Like, I don't know what world you're living in. And I was like, they are drilling me on something that I know for a yep. fact is the truth. Uh, I'm going to collapse. They're going to do yeah. everything they can to break you. Yeah, if they go into uh, a head injury, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to collapse. Like, I'm going to give in, and then I'm going to... I'm gonna, uh, Get Sunstrom in trouble. I'm gonna get everybody in trouble. I'm failing, so I'm sweating. I'm starting to freak out <laughs> on this marijuana question because. So he thinks you're lying about the marijuana, he but I'm you, lying you're about just trying not to. But I'm foreseeing <laughs> the 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 bull riding accident because I was like, man, a lot of people know about that. You know, I was like, he he knows something, so he's he's gonna catch me on this, and then he's gonna turn around and say, we caught you on that. We caught you lying on the the head thing. I was like, I'm gonna go to the brig. I'm gonna be in jail before I've ever even stepped foot in the in the boot camp. And uh but I held I held I held to my guns and uh he finally stopped asking about the, the marijuana thing and I was like, All right, great. All I gotta do is make it to the next one. Never asked. Never asked. And I was like, Cool. And then you get to boot camp and so and so they found out he was lying. Something happened where it came out that he was lying. And so now he's got to go I don't know. He gets dropped. I don't know what happens to him. So then it's still like, man, if they find out that that's that you awesome. broke your head open, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, yeah, because you got to go when you before you before you leave Meps, you you right before you swear in, you go into a little, little I don't know, some places it's cubicle in Shreveport. It's a little, a little office, yeah, and it's it's the point of no return. It's your final. I didn't do it. Thing. Yeah, and they ask you again: Is there anything you need to tell us before you go to boot camp? And that's when you either come clean or you keep your freaking mouth shut. Yeah. It, it's it's nerve wracking. I can shit. imagine. Yeah, I can imagine. So they take X rays for dental, mm. and then when my X rays showed up, and there's all this baling wire yeah. in my jaw, and they were like. What is that? And oh, I was like, shit. "Oh, that's an old injury." And they were like, "Okay, cool." Like they, they just, never, just walk right by it. They never, yeah, they never asked. Wow, them. yeah, yeah. So, man, then, you skated by. I I made it past that um, to go fix air conditioners. Of course, in my mind at the time, <laughs> I'm doing what it takes to be a hero. Go blow shit up and kill people. I don't think I would have risked all that to go fix air conditioning. No, but there no. again, I wouldn't change anything to change my path to sit sure. right here in this kitchen with y'all. So there you go. I, I and we're no glad to have you here. Yeah. But the big question is, do you really roll triples? Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah people think that's a facade, and that I'm like, y'all don't. Okay, know I, I tried to. I explained it yeah, to him a little to bit. Me. Explain to him from a writer's point of view what Bless rolling you. triples is. So. So you got to jump, and then, and then so you leave the ground off of this jump, and then you land on the ground on this. On the you leave on this incline, you yep. land on this incline. So, so this is a mound of dirt, and then if it's if it's one continuous mound of dirt, that's called a tabletop. Table gotcha. Top. So it's like you jump from this side. If you come up short, you land out here. And, and it of, sucks to land on the flat. Oh, my God, it does. But it's a lot easier. <clears throat> it's not as scary. It's not as scary. And so that's a tabletop. So then a double is if 
the jump is a mound of dirt mm-hmm. and the landing is a whole nother mound of yep, dirt. Got it. There's no ground in between. Mm-hmm. So, so, whoop, whoop. so yep. you're leaving and you're like, I have left earth. Like there's no more, there's no turning back. And I either got to pass that hump of dirt or die. So you're either landing flat. You're no longer landing flat. So if it's a tabletop, you're landing flat, Mm -hmm. which sucks. Okay. So if you don't make it, now you're landing. Yeah. You're yard darting. Yeah. yeah. And so that's imminent death. You know what yard darts are, right? Yeah. Do you know? Yes. He's younger than us. I didn't know. It's the beard. How old are you? 28. I'll be 37. 37? I'll be 37. Got it, man. He's a lot. Yeah, you're a lot older than we are. Damn. Yes. Yes. The span is shorter than the span. I thought we were I'm brothers, man. man. We are. You are I'm brotherhood, just, dude. But we're younger. We are younger. Yes, I am. I am older. Anyway, we're yard darts. Yard darts. So, to leave this mound of dirt and bypass a entire whole other mound of dirt to go land on the mound of dirt on regardless the of how short those two mounds are apart yeah it's it's strictly mental so then that's called a triple so you know if it's all one if you jump on this side of the mound of dirt and you land on that side of the mound of dirt it's called a tabletop if you jump from this mound of dirt and land on this mound of dirt that's called a double because there's two mounds of dirt and so if you jump from this mound of dirt it's over that mound of dirt and land on the back of this mound of dirt, there's three mounds of dirt. That's a triple. Yeah. That's a scary thing to do. And there's different ways to configure the mounds of dirt. And so most of the time, you know, to get a triple, it's a minimum 60-foot minimum. That's a small triple. Because um, yeah, aren't aren't most jumps, what, 20, 20 uh, 30 feet? I'd go Average, 40. 40 I think feet? maybe 40. And that's a relatively, because it takes a lot of space to get, you know, this dirt bike in the air and then, you know, back down. It 40 foot's a fairly small jump in the dirt bike world. He said 40 foot small. <laughs> but, I mean, in who's on a freaking world, so dude? So, an 80, a 85 foot triple is a respectable triple. It's a respectable jump of any size. So, I'm going to say half that is extremely doable. I actually have a dirt a dirt jump story when you get done. Oh, I was just fixing to say, so if a 40-foot, say a 40-foot table so, tabletop is small, super easy, everybody does it. And if you were to take a tractor and just Got scoop it. out the middle of dirt, that turns this really simple tabletop into a frightening, death. frightening death. experience. Yeah. Did you ever did you ever run the uh, track and hooks? No, they were out before I got in the sand. Yeah, that, that um, I used I was the pit guy for a really? buddy of mine. He, he ran his banshee out there. Nice. That I've was, heard all the stories about hooks. Yeah, that, yeah. And they had a hell of a tabletop. It was like a hundred and twenty foot. That's the one that was under the power lines. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was sketchy as shit because you had to yeah. you had to clear the jump and clear the power lines at the same time. My buddy's yeah. dad owned that place. Oh, did he no. really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Tell him to open it back up. Man, I don't know what he's doing yeah, now. I don't, I don't think he will. Uh, Definitely that thing's not. been that, down for so long. Yeah, they. I, I forget what? what they're doing with that land now. Man, pass by it all the time. Well, Always. we we had this place over in PG, Pleasant Grove. Yeah. Um, that me and a buddy of mine would ride, and a friend of his would ride his dirt bike around. It was just a you know, I don't know, not even an eighth mile. 
kind of round course. It was whatever. But at the end of it, the one jump was probably an eight, ten-foot dirt to flat. Why anybody did that, I don't know. But um, So we were dicking around on it with on his Banshee. <laughs> and his Banshee would outrun his drag Mustang. I believe it. So this thing was badass. Yeah. So we're too we're we're jacking around and he's jumping it and we're just we're just kinda hopping it. You know, not quite rolling it, but getting enough air that our butts came off the seat. And I'm rolling it. He's he's hopping it, I'm rolling it. And uh I goose it on the last roll and I was like, Man, that's that's just that's really scary. You know, it's it's sketchy, you know, an eight, ten foot dirt to flat is something. Yeah. And he's like, you know, fucking, I will never forget this phrase. You know, if you don't do it now, you'll never do it. You have to do it then. Of course, I'm, 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 I'm always to. up for a challenge. Go yeah. you, dude. So, he's, and the last thing he said to me was, don't goose it. You gotta goose it. That's No, you don't want to goose it. Don't want to. So, because if you goose it, you goose, you compress, and then you got no gas pushing you. Yeah. So when you after you compress, you come up, and it's just a spring, and you just keep going Makes over. Makes sense. So, what did I do? I goosed it. Mm-hmm. Goosed the hell out of it. I goosed. I got up on it. And I goosed it, and that thing came over, and I landed separate from the from the bike, <laughs> about thirty foot in front of the ramp. Funny now, and yeah, yeah. it's funny now. <laughs> For sure. And I look back, twist my helmet all the way 180 degrees around, and I see the bike, and it's coming over, and he's got this chrome grab handle on the back of it. Oh yeah! And that thing's coming down, and, and I can see the bike rolling over. And as I land, I land with my right arm under my belly, so I've landed on my right side, and I've twisted around looking back over my right side, and I see the bike coming down. And that thing, like a mousetrap, lands on my leg, Mm. right Mm. just below my right knee. Mm. So it lands on me, and we bounce another 10 feet, me and the bike. And it it rolls off whatever. And I'm laying there, oh, and just moaning and groaning because it fucking hurt. Yeah. It was a grown man's (laughs) mousetrap. So... He gets me up, and I can't walk. I just figured my legs snapped. Just knew it was that all I could see was that chrome grab handle on the back, just pat right on my calf. Mm. So I go over and I'm sitting on the back of the truck, and I'm fine. I mean, my leg hurts like hell. It's barely walk. walk. Nothing big deal. So I'm like, okay, that's that's my day. I'm done. So my wife and I, on the way home. We're actually living here in New Boston, and this is in PG. So we stop at uh, Burger King there in Nash, and I order a burger. You know, we go to sit down, kids playing and stuff, and I go to pick up my burger to eat with my right hand, and I can't pick up my burger. It just, it's too fucking heavy. It hurt too bad. I'm like, there's something else wrong here. So we roll on home, and, and you know, of course, I got to go talk to mom. Mom, I did something. I fucked up. She said, get your ass in the emergency room right now. Now, this whole time, 
I swear my leg is broken. And it turned every shade of color that a bruise can turn in the, the days follow. But I get to the emergency room, and I broke my elbow when I landed on it. It's a rough one to break, dude. The bike didn't... Well, and it wasn't even the elbow. If you if you look at an x-ray, you've got two bones coming mm-hmm. up your forearm. The one of them and the has two knuckles. Yep. Right, like, right there. Mm-hmm. I had snapped the tip of one of those knuckles off, and the doctor told me that if you had... If he had picked up that burger, I would have had significant, tremendous nerve damage all the way down to my hand. Mm. Glad you didn't pick up that burger. Thank yeah, God that no whopper shit. was too heavy. It was too <laughs> fucking heavy. But it, it turns out I broke my elbow, and That's my leg wild. just turned every color there could possibly be in the rainbow. I've been there before. It's horrible, dude. dude. Well, what do y'all think, boys? It's a good spot to end it. We're about an hour and a half. I could in. talk. I could talk all night. I mean, Jason, this has been an, an, an absolute ex- treat. Yes, an absolute I've had, treat. I've had more fun than y'all have. Probably, really? Yes. You think so? Sure. I don't believe Pretty it. Sure. Well, no, we fine. we've had enough fun that uh, you know before you leave tonight, we will have you and your wife rescheduled for another show. Yeah. I mean, we're doing this again. Yeah, I'm yeah, down again. I just wanted to. Uh, I. If I'm in town, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to push somebody out. And no, I'm not. No, no. I'm not just. I'm not just saying that. But um, tell you what, when you know your schedule, hit me up, and we'll just put you down. We'll make it happen. We'll f- we'll figure it out. I've got to sell this to the kitchen first. Hundred percent, okay. absolutely. Well, and you, you talk to the boss and tell her how fun I am. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. I'm gonna <laughs> tell, tell the elbow got, story. I'm, I got. She's going to watch the video, and she's yeah. going to know. His elbow story. Oh, yeah. yeah His right. elbow story. Yeah. Okay. And that's going to do it it'll, right it'll, there. That'll bring her on. I've got my own elbow story. <laughs> it's not a good one. <laughs> With the well, wife. Plug, every, plug everything. Uh, plug your stuff. Everything you got. Everything you everything got. got. Um, so, yeah. So, I've got uh, my, my gear, Pure Drilling. Pure Drilling. I've got a discount code, Goods and Fam 30. So, uh, they also do not decline anybody's application for sponsorship it's a competition base so if you race dirt bikes the more involved in racing you are the more sponsorship you get but i've got that i've got shock socks um i've got the winterstrom moto moto school the winterstrom moto academy in jefferson texas with supercross pro scotty winterstrom i've got copper top rustics uh she's my driving force uh Dedicated Ride Co. I'm usually wearing one of their shirts, but Dedicated Ride Co. Uh, they make the second most comfortable shirt, mine being the first. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, Dedicated makes some really good stuff. And uh, the Ineffable Jason, the ineffable TikTok, Jason. Uh, Jason Goodson on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah. Jason. You got any other socials? Uh, Twitter? Uh, YouTube. I don't really, I'm not on Twitter, but YouTube. Um, I'm trying. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. You know, if you get a hundred thousand followers on YouTube, you get a silver plaque. Yeah, I yeah. want that. Y'all hit Dude, him the YouTube up, shorts. Y'all? I've only what the YouTube shorts. Yeah, it's kind of taken over it, TikTok it, a little bit. It, it 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 it's still it's not being threatened uh, to yep. be removed. Exactly. It's still there. Right. I've got twenty three point five. Maybe we'll start record video and get you to edit it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, the man's not having enough time. I don't know. He's he, he's doing pretty good at time management. I, well, you know, it's, uh, it's a lot of behind the scenes. It's, it's, yeah. that, I'm glad that you see it that way because that's the goal. So, yeah. you 
Well, real quick, uh, some, something else we're, we're also big about, we've been kind of slack on it here lately. Yeah. Uh, is is there a charity you'd like to promote while we're here? I mean, we we, we kind of based our show when we started on, on local charities and getting getting the word out because since we've been doing this, we've learned a lot yeah, about, local charity. about, you know, charities that are out there that we had no clue is, is there something you'd like to? I haven't. Uh, I had not like an organization. Um, I just get individuals like uh, uh, on TikTok. His name is Board One Two. Board One Two. Uh, it's about Elijah. Um, uh, it was an eleven eleven year old kid needing a kidney, and it's the one me and Justin Danger. Well, Justin but- Danger Nunley did a video, and. Uh, and it was for fifty thousand dollars. They got the fifty thousand dollars. Now they need a kidney, and so that's. I get individuals. I don't. I don't really know. That's cool. I don't know about local charities. That's all good. So, people helping people, man. That's yeah, what we're it, about. That, that's you know, it's just something we look forward to. Jason Goodson, absolutely um, pleasure to have you on, dude. dude tag us on whatever sure. you want to. We'll yeah, tag you for sure. Um, what you know, good podcast. Hit us up at uh, Facebook, Instagram. What you know good at gmail.com. What you know good podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, I'm sorry. What yeah, you know good podcast right. at gmail.com. Um, if you know us personally, hit us up. Uh, somebody you want to talk to. Um, we're definitely going to have Jason on again. Hopefully, sure. him and his wife. Um, but, man, this this has been an epic show. This has truly been an honor. Absolutely. This is awesome. I've had fun. Well, I'm glad you came on, man. I'm glad we got Thanks to do this. Thanks for the invite. For I look sure. forward to it again. Well, thank you for tuning in to another episode of the What You Know Good podcast. Was yes. that beautiful? Bye. See y'all.